There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Tips to help you to travel throughout your home. One of the things that we often take for granted is being able to walk. Walking is something that we often don't think about, but when you suffer from reduced vision or the recent onset of a change in your vision due to diabetes or glaucoma or macular degeneration, just walking inside your home could be very, very dangerous. I know that there's been so many times that I bumped into an open door or I stubbed my toe on the wall and these are things that just made me so, so angry. A lot of times my anger was almost uncontrollable because it was a way that I became so frustrated and I always blamed it on someone else. But I learned with time that this is really my responsibility. My family, my children, my guests who come to my house, they don't have to change everything just because of the fact that I'm visually impaired. It would be very nice if they wouldn't leave their backpacks right in the front of the doorway or if they would not leave all of their shoes right where everyone's going to walk. But I soon learned that there's many ways that I can control the situation to make walking in my home much easier. Now the first recommendation that I have is that I think that if you are walking in your home, you should always remember to wear some sort of shoes or slippers or something that's going to actually cover your toes. The most vulnerable part of your foot are actually your toes, and if you ever bump into something and you crack your toenail, it could be very, very painful. I'm Japanese-American, and we were always taught to remove our shoes when we walk in the house. And even though this is a nice custom, it's something that keeps your home much cleaner, and it's much more sanitary. It could be dangerous as a person who's visually impaired. So for myself, what I found to be a helpful solution with that is to actually purchase a pair of slippers. You could find slippers that you could easily slip on and off, and if you have them covering your toes, you're going to be much, much safer. The next thing is that you also want to make certain that you have the proper lighting in your home. If a home is too dark, it makes it very, very difficult to walk. So if you do have some remaining vision, Make certain that you have adequate lighting by having lamps positioned strategically, especially in the areas that you're going to walk. It's going to make it much, much easier for you to walk. What I did in my home, I really went to the other extreme, and I even installed different types of lights in my home. I installed these recessed lights, and it really made it much, much easier for me to see where I was walking. In this way, all the areas that I would walk was going to be much brighter and it would be much easier to see. When you do install lights or you do place lights, you'd want to try to make it so that the lighting is going to be uniform. In other words, you don't want a very bright spot and then a dark spot because sometimes your brain won't know if that dark spot is actually an object or if it's just a dim area. If you don't have real strong vision, then you also could realize that there's many ways to help you to get around very well. If you have just some vision and you are able to see light and dark, contrast makes it very, very helpful to walk. By using contrast throughout your home 
and you use different textures, you could feel where you're going, and you could use the ability to see contrast. For example, one of the things that could be very helpful if you're coming up to your front door is that you could paint the trim around your door a contrasting color. So let's say that you have a very dark door. It's a dark mahogany door that's beautiful. Well, you don't want to paint that door, but the trim that's around it, you could paint that a very light color, such as a white color, and this is going to provide the contrast so you could see very easily where is the door. When you then enter your home, you might then consider using contrast again. Many times you could use different floor moldings, and these are the moldings that are near the floor, that you could have a contrasting color. You might have a dark brown if you have white walls. And this way, when you're walking, you could point your eyes towards the area where the wall meets the floor, and you could see this dark brown line against the white wall to give you that type of contrast. In other situations, I have seen people where they have been very creative, and they have painted stripes on the wall. It makes their home look extremely modern by having this type of a stripe. Now, they just didn't have a thick stripe along. They actually had it bend a little bit, so there was a little design to it as well. But by using this type of contrast, it's very helpful. Other things that's also very helpful to do is the door jams. Many times, we often will bump into a wall because we think that's the opening of the door. But you could often increase the contrast there by painting the door jam. So you might paint the door jam a contrasting color. Most people have white walls or off-white walls, so if you paint the door jam a brown color, it's going to look like natural wood, and it gives it a very, very nice look. In other situations, you could even become a bit fancier and actually install new crown molding. And with the new crown moldings, you'll find that it's going to produce a very, very elegant look with more contrast. Now, if you are totally blind the way that I am right now, you could also learn other types of techniques. One of the most helpful techniques is to learn to trail the wall with your hand. That's right. Basically, use your sense of touch. So one of the things that I'm always doing is I'm taking note of the texture of the floor. For example, in our bedrooms, we have a plush carpet, so that has a particular feeling. But as I get towards our hallways, where we have ceramic tile, I just note that it feels very different, and I know that I'm near the hallway. When I then go into the bathrooms, the bathroom also has a different type of a tile, so I could feel the texture. In our bathroom, the tile is kind of a rough surface, so you don't slip and fall, and it's very different compared to the hallway tile. So use your feet where you can even feel the different textures. Even when you're wearing shoes or slippers, you could feel that difference. Now when you're trailing the walls, this is a technique where you use your hand to feel the walls. You could see where the corners are by feeling it. And the way that you will do that is you will place your arms at a 45 degree angle, sort of in the way that if you were reaching to feel for a table or a counter. I remember when I first started to use my hands to help me to feel where I was walking, I would put my hands straight out in front of me like Frankenstein. But I soon learned that I would always run into tables, and those tables and counters would always hit me right in my area, just beneath my belly button, and it was very, very painful. 
So when you put your hand at this 45 degree angle downward and just let your hand feel the wall, you'll feel immediately when you're running into an opening of a door or a counter and this makes it really very helpful. The last thing to do is to remember to ask your family members to help you out a bit and if they would, either completely open or completely close the doors and the cupboards. When it's at a partially open way, many times people who are visually impaired, we might run into the edge in the corner and that could be a problem. So we want to ask people if they could completely close the doors or completely open the doors and that makes things much easier. So I hope that these tips are helpful to you and I hope it helps you to get around your house a bit more safely. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshta. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.